When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day three of our week talking gratitude. Monday, we kicked it off with a little bit of evolution. Yesterday, we had a brief conversation about gratitude's effect on our health. And today, we're talking about the art of gratitude as a practice. Let's start by talking about the idea that our brains are always actively perceiving situations before they happen, after they happen, and while they're happening. People who have experienced trauma people who are operating at a high level of anxiety are more often likely to interpret said situations as a threat. In the same way, everyone's brain, some more than others, are wrapped up in critical judgments and sussing out people's motivations. This hyper-analytical thinking often stands in the way of our ability to be grateful. After all, if we aren't able to accept that someone's motivation is altruistic, it's difficult for us to genuinely feel or experience gratitude. Working on getting around this obstacle is a fantastic exercise in that we learn to focus on the good of what we've gained rather than the potential bad of why someone may have given it. By engaging specifically with how you've benefited and letting go of the why and the what for, we're training ourselves to not only see the best in people, but also to be more optimistic across the board. As a reminder, optimism plays a significant role in our ability to stick to goals, take bigger risks, which lead to bigger rewards, and it generally increases our day-to-day happiness, whereas pessimism does the opposite on all fronts. Right, and the trick of confirmation bias will use patterns of gratitude to point out the fact that you are grateful often. It's more likely to notice situations you should be grateful for. Thus, you'll have reasons to be grateful more often, and you'll begin to see yourself as an extremely lucky person who lots of good happens to. When the bad comes along, you're more likely to see it as a hiccup rather than your everyday norm. It's all about where we're focusing our attention. At first, it may feel forced, but as you practice, it becomes more and more natural. We're moving gratitude from state to trait, meaning we're taking the state of our mind and practicing it so much that it becomes an innate trait in our personality. That's the end goal. So how do we do it? First and foremost, the obvious one, start a gratitude journal. Take 10 minutes every day to think about things you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be something that happened that day. It can be something that happened when you were a child. It can be something difficult that you made it through. It can be about someone who's no longer in your life. It can be anything, so long as you are genuinely working to experience the feeling of gratefulness. By the way, we're spending the entire week next week delving into this kind of practice, so be sure to circle back. The next trick is similar, but it doesn't involve writing. Reflect. Reflect on the day. 
During this period of time, you may take note of your progress in any given goal. You may consider what needs to be done on the following day. You may ruminate over any given happening. Whatever you do, exercise your optimism muscle by doing your best to find ways to be grateful for any given thing that pops up. The next one is big, but it's one that helps us in so many facets of life. We want to be doing everything we can to cultivate more awareness. That process begins when we start stealing little moments back from our ever-active minds. Awareness is that feeling when we suddenly wake up, in the present moment, when we don't know where we went. We just got lost in a train of thought. The goal here is to wake up often and longer and longer each time. Like Brian said, it's often by stealing the moment back from that automatic thinking unfolding in our heads. We separate ourselves from that little voice. We understand that it's not actually us. It's called many things. It's called our ego, our pain body, our trauma body, or our overly concerned friend, and the inner saboteur. I think we've said this more than anything else on Grateful Grains, but that little voice is the accumulation of all your perceived failures, your upsets, your disappointments. It's the voice in your head that's perceiving threats that aren't actually there. It believes it's protecting you from some bad thing that happened before, afraid that it's going to happen again. This voice can be incessant. It's often very negative and it wants control. We shine the spotlight on that little voice. We name it. We call it out when it's stolen the mic and we thank it for doing its best to protect us. But by bringing awareness to the present moment, we show it that we're not actually in danger. And from there, maybe you know what to do now. We slay the beast with gratitude. We begin answering its concerns with gratefulness about those very same things. We spin the narrative on that little devil in our heads. The more often we catch it stealing the mic, the less and less it'll try. All the while, every time we snatch the mic away, we're training our brains not to give it back. As we turn toward gratitude, thus optimism, we're influencing the growth of new neural pathways. We mentioned earlier reflection and journaling. These are two surefire ways to make sure you have time set aside for periods of required awareness. This period of reflection might be a wake-up call. You may look back on your day and realize that little monster in your head had control all day long. You were on autopilot. That's a fantastic realization to come to because it will be the very first step away from that state of mind. When it comes to implementing gratitude as a practice, the goal is to just keep going. If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account, at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you would drop us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. And join us again tomorrow for day four of our week on gratitude. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.